0: Welcome to issue 39 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, and joining me tonight is Daniel. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I I said tonight, but it's really the morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can tell by our froggy voices.
2: Yeah. And with us also (laughs) is Mike. Mike, how's it going? Only the most dastardly of villains would choose to record this early.
0: Yeah, it's even earlier for you, right? Time Mm
2: zones. Time zones are a thing, but good morning, Chance.
0: Good morning. All right, so we have a very special episode today. We're going to start in on our Mutagen Formula Part 1. This is going to be our final, the start of our final review for the very first scenario pack. We have done everything else in this pack, which is pretty exciting. But before that, we do have a quote for you. This comes from the host, one of the hosts from Marvel Champions Monthly podcast. I think that's like kind of the anchor podcast out there now for the community. You guys know him as Americano? So let's all give a listen. My friends, we are about to embark on the most odious, the most evil, the most diabolical scheme of my illustrious career. A crime to top all crimes, a crime that will live in infamy. Tomorrow evening, our beloved monarch celebrates her diamond jubilee. And with the enthusiastic help, of our good friend, Mr. Flaversham. It promises to be a night she will never forget. Her last night and my first as supreme ruler of all Mousedom. That was Radigan from the Great Mouse Detective, riling up all of his henchmen, getting them to chuckle. It terrified me. As a kid, that was um, their plan to take out the Mouse Queen. Well, that woke me up. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> yeah. We're we're getting quotes about evil mice now. I love it.
1: I I the evil the evil mice are the worst types of evil. That's right. I think,
0: you know,
1: right. Um, that was a great quote. Read read beautifully.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Americano.
1: Thank you, Americano. That was great. What are we really doing here tonight, Mike? Talk to us. Uh, we are here to
2: discuss the mutagen formula. Now, for those longtime listeners of the podcast, good on you. being evil. <laughs> you remember Daniel gave an introduction to one Norman Osborne, and he talked briefly about his experimentation with the formula. As we move on to the mutagen formula scenario, we thought we'd give more of a general overview as to what the formula is, where it comes from, and holy moly, does it have a lengthy history. Uh, even in my research, I feel like I barely scratched the surface. So, what we present for you today are the highlights to provide some backstory for the cards. Some of the cards in this set you may not have recognized at first glance. So the Mutagen formula began actually as a Strength and Intellect Enhancer. Over the many decades, various iterations will pop up, empowering its subjects with everything from super speed to physical disfigurement. If you have your sets on hand, take a look at Goblin Thrall. Uh, Originally, the the Goblin Nemeses, most of them were just wearing Goblin masks, but disfigurement slowly became a thing, and some of the storylines, it actually physically transforms you. Mm -hmm. Many storylines include a cure, uh, but equally many storylines also see reversion after being cured, kind of like the whole nothing ever dies part of this universe. Uh, but it, the, one of the main themes is mental instability. The formula has the unfortunate or fortunate side effect of unhinging its users. Uh, do you guys know who the first user of the mutagen formula was? Hmm. I do not. You're not reading the show
0: notes. I'm trying not to. Well, I wanted, I wanted
1: <laughs> it to be a test.
0: Um... It is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, (laughs) Spider-Man.
2: It is Mendel Strom. (laughs) Who? It is Mendel Strom, co-founder of Osborne Industries. What a great name. Norman Osborne's partner. Yeah, I think you barely mentioned him.
0: I
1: brought him up in passing.
2: You brought him up as the the guy who Norman Osborne frames and then takes over the company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Mendel Strom came up with this formula as an enhancer. And uh, after... Osborne gets him kicked out, sent to jail. He decides to market this formula because, hey, let's get rich quick, right? But wait, something's wrong. The formula <gasps> is incomplete. No. It, uh... Okay, so what that do all good be. villains do when they need to perfect a super mutagen? You collect huh. some willing volunteers. Willing? Willing. He actually me? gets a willing volunteer. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably his one and only. Nels Van Adder. Wow. Uh, This is the iteration of the formula actually completely changes him. It turns him into the monstrous Red Goblin. Mm. Like, full-fledged, demon-looking guy uh, who proceeds to go on a rampage. In the ensuing battle within Osborne Industries, the Red Goblin smashes Strom's old desk. And then later, when sifting through the rubble, Osborne discovers Strom's secret notes, hiding in the desk, uh, giving him the missing pieces to the formula. Well, that's fortuitous. It is. I like that. Okay. Uh, so we know from previous episodes that Osborne is exposed to the formula when an experiment explodes in his face. Uh, there have been many, many, many other formula recipients over the decades—far too many to even list. But we will highlight a couple because they are pertinent to the set. Number one is Phil Urich. You guys know that last name. We do. We do. Ben Urich <laughs> from the Daily Bugle. Oh, oh you, you need to watch the Netflix series Daredevil. Okay. Ben Urich is a is a big time reporter. His nephew is Phil Urich. Uh, Phil stumbles upon one of Green Goblin's hideouts one day, and while investigating it, he is startled by a rat, causing him to jump backwards and crash into an extremely large glass vat filled with the formula. Just a little bit contrived there. No. Yep, yep. He, he literally goes, ah, and then falls backwards <laughs> into this badly placed uh, glass container. So he is exposed to the formula. Uh, now, we could do a whole episode on just this guy because he's done a heck of a lot. Uh, the Coles Notes version is that he assumes many identities. He is the Green Goblin, the Hobgoblin. He even starts out as a hero for a while, although nobody wants to be the hero, right? So eventually he does return to our side. Oh, goodness. Goodness. good. Yeah. 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 Uh, but fans of Marvel Champions know him as the Goblin Knight. Oh, cool. So, mm-hmm. special note, he is human. He doesn't suffer any of the disfigurement, uh, unless he does in a later episode, who knows. Uh, he's actually wearing a high-tech goblin mask that can zap him to trigger the effects of the goblin formula in his blood.
1: Is that like being in charge of your own morphine drip, kind of? Something like that, okay. yeah. Know, right. Is there a bad... Would it be bad if he kept hitting the
2: button? I don't know. I haven't delved that far. How much wonder, can he yeah,
0: Overdose on the formula, probably, yeah, right? Right? Like, he yeah. just keep hitting the button? I don't yeah. know.
2: Yeah. Well, he doesn't right. even make the mask, he just finds it. I believe from the original Hobgoblin. Uh, so he doesn't actually know how to... Like, at one point it breaks and doesn't know how to fix it. So he probably doesn't know anything about it. Cool. Uh, our second character is Carly Cooper, who is one of Peter Parker's girlfriends. Uh, after a run-in with Dr. Octopus, he notices that Peter is acting a little strange. Suspecting that something is amiss, she begins her own investigation, where she happens upon one of Dr. Octopus's notebooks. Inside, it is revealed that the mad doctor has mind-swapped with Spider-Man. No! Yep, And this is a storyline that actually goes on for a fair bit.
0: This is the... Is that the Superior Spider-Man run?
2: That's the Superior Spider-Man. Oh, that's
0: actually a very interesting run.
2: Okay, go on. Carly confides in her best friend and roommate... Which turns out to be a mistake, because unbeknownst to her, her friend is actually Menace, one of the Green Goblin's henchmen. She had been previously exposed to this formula. Mm. Now the Goblin is eager to discover Spider-Man's true identity. So, after hearing about this notebook, he abducts Carly and threatens to expose her to the formula unless she spills what she knows. Carly does the stoic thing and refuses, and gets a vial of formula straight to the face, thus becoming
0: Monster. Wow! Yep. It, it really doesn't pay to be friends with Spider-Man. Or <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess it does pay to be friends with... Public service announcement
2: to all the women out there. Don't get involved with Spider-Man. I mean, that, his girlfriends just
0: don't turn out well.
1: Unless yeah. you want to be, like, butt-kicking super-powered.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe it does pay in the long run. Yeah. Here, but, and uh, I think I'm reading a, a run right now, and Menace and Harry Osborne, Norman's son have a baby together and stuff. And there's a whole interesting piece there. And Carly's involved. And like these are all names that I'm starting to recognize because uh, I'm, I'm a little bit new to some of the Spider-Man stuff. It's a bit of an incestuous universe. <laughs> yeah. Aunt May is marrying J. Jonah Jameson's father. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, <laughs> um, If you guys
2: have your sets in front of you, the artwork on Unleashing the Mutagen, that's the main scheme, where Screen Goblin is pointing at the vial. That's him before he's about to spray Harley Cooper. He's saying, well, you won't talk. Welcome to the Goblin Nation. Nice. Wow, nice. So that's the long and short of it.
1: I'm usually a a big non-fan of the whole mind-swappy kind of plot thing, but that sounds all right. But why did Dr. Octopus want to do that? Profit?
0: Yeah, a little bit I read of that. He also... um, Everybody likes spider-man and nobody likes dr octopus so he can i see you know yeah
1: so it's really he wants to learn what friendship means maybe it's <laughs> beautiful
0: his, his sinister six isn't they're not friendly enough right or it's not built
1: on like the true foundations that friendship is right so yeah all right and and if you're spider-man you get you clearly get a girlfriend so there's that for right? a little
0: while for a little while <laughs> or a ghoul friend nice okay never mind it's early i'm sorry
1: oh hey guys happy halloween yeah hey we're recording on halloween morning folks what a nice set to do this to
0: yeah opening photos got a pumpkin exploding in the background yeah like halloween this year (laughs) kind of like
1: well steve should we start jumping into these cards
0: yeah let's do it we're gonna take a look at the key cards for the Green Goblin and the Mutagen formula. That means we're going to look at his villains, his main schemes, and then a few mm. of the key members of the Goblin Nation. So Mentioned,
1: think- mentioned by Mike just now.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, and Mike, thank you for that. That was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Shall we let Mike do the honors and tell us all about the Green Goblin himself? I think that was, is only appropriate. Alright. The Green Goblin,
2: version 1. He is a villain. He has one scheme, two attack, Asterisk as a forced response after green goblin attacks and damages you, place one threat on the main scheme. He has 16 points hit points per player
0: and is goblin traded. He's not green traded, he is not green traded. He's not green traded. Like, I feel like he should have one more trade. I don't, I don't know what, but
1: like,
2: insane.
0: Yeah, that's
1: what I was thinking. I mean, he's not just a goblin, is he?
0: No, no, he's really not.
1: And so, like, this just Traits him with the thralls and
0: stuff. Yeah, this is Norman Osborn, right? Having taken the formula, becoming Green Goblin, and sort of staying the Green Goblin for a long while, if I understand mm. it correctly.
1: Okay. So is he really just nothing but a goblin? Well, he's wearing a mask. Okay. That's all that makes you a goblin? Okay. Uh,
2: apparently, yeah. <laughs> and, and exploding pumpkin bombs.
1: Okay. All right.
2: All right. Uh, version 2 is similar. to scheme 2 attack with the same forced response. Except when revealed, you deal 2 encounter cards to each player. And he has 18 Mm. hit points per player. And might as well round this out. Green Goblin version 3. 2 scheme. He's now up to 3 attack. The forced response has gotten worse after Green Goblin attacks and damages you. Place 2 threat on the main scheme. And when revealed, deal 3 encounter cards to each player. 20 hit points per player.
1: So, this is why it's fun to play mutagen on expert because you start the game with two encounter cards
2: yeah it's a brutal I, start
1: it's a brutal, <laughs> really brutal start as we'll see it's even harder when the opening scheme comes on rules question if he damages you that also includes any ally you chump right
0: no so nope. you you is the the player and or your identity so if you do chump with somebody you will be able to avoid that forced response hmm. but if the attack has overkill and deals damage
1: Then you. Then not.
0: Okay. Then not. The guys over at the Card Game Cooperative, Mighty Jim and his crew there, they just did a big poll and this mutagen was rated the hardest set that we have in wave one, not including, you know, the new Rise of Red Skull stuff. Cool. And I think it was basically almost tied or pretty darn close with the Ultron set. This is a tough one. Like you said, you start with two encounter cards in front of you and then you're going to get dealt a third one. Yep. I mean,
1: we'll talk, yeah, and we'll talk more about it uh, next issue, but I don't know if it's as hard as Ultron, but it sure is a lot more fun. So,
0: oh, yeah. Different kind of hardness, I think, right? Like, yeah. You don't have a lot of little guys, but you still get, you can still get overwhelmed pretty quickly with all the Oh, roles Very and stuff. quickly,
2: yeah. And I think he's got one of the more brutal when revealed effects, just in general, partway through the game. Oh, yeah. This is the one you really have to plan in advance, whether yeah. or not you want to take down his. First slash second form.
0: Yeah, I remember playing and getting flipping the Green Goblin three and having like the timing be bad. So you, you dealt three encounter cards. Uh, <laughs> you get so one nor- You get one normally, so that's four. There's a hazard out, so now I have five. And something happened, and my deck ran out. So I have six encounter cards in front of me. <laughs> it's game over. I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah.
1: That is a hard, uh, hard villain phase to come back from.
0: Yeah, I we have lost plenty of times to this this game. Uh, this set.
1: Yeah. Well, what's what's Goblin even trying to do in this one, Steve? What what is unleashing the mutagen?
0: All right. So his main scheme is unleashing the mutagen. And you're going to put in the like, green goblin, you're going to put in mutagen formula, you're going to put in standard, and you're going to put in one modular encounter set, the Goblin gimmicks is what they suggest, and you can just go back and issue and you can hear all about that one. And then at setup you're going to put a Goblin Thrall minion into play, engaged with each player. We're going to shuffle the encounter deck, and we're, uh, we're going to go on to 1B. So 1B on Unleashing the Mutagen has a threat threshold of seven threat per player. Mm. It starts off with two threat per player. So you're, you're already on your way. It's going to go up by one per player, and it has the when completed in player order, each player not engaged with a Goblin minion must discard three cards from the encounter deck and put the first Goblin minion they discarded this way into play engaged with them. And it has a fun little quote. Green Goblin has released a toxic mutagen gas on New York City. That's what it's we're... released it? <laughs> oh, he's released a toxic mutagen gas what? on New York City. Um...
1: Thereby unleashing terror.
0: Yeah, I can't yeah. read it. early, man. <laughs> <laughs> These words are so small. Yeah. Right, um, Jeez. At least it's not metric. I,
1: <laughs> yeah, how many kilograms of uh, toxin are released <laughs> into the air? Right, right. So I like the I like the schemes that start with threat from a from a actually from the hero point of view. It gives you something to do right away. <laughs> That's really it. <laughs> yeah,
0: the justice player is
1: the justice player has to feel good about this. Um,
0: and it, it's it's nice because it does kind of like make it so it's really only five per player if you can't get rid of that starting threat. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And as a villain, I sure love it when bad things happen to good people who did heroic things. You know, like completing this is bad. I'm a fan of that.
0: Yeah. So in yeah, in this case, goblins completing it, right? So if he if, if yeah. he goes from one to two, everybody gets more goblins out. Yeah, yeah. That's Love it.
2: So in a yeah. four player game, discard twelve cards in the encounter deck. Yeah, I'll I'll take that. Yep. Yep.
1: And he, he, keeps, he keeps punching you in the face and adding more to it. Oh, love it.
0: Yeah, because like I said, in a four-player game, by the time this completes, you're probably pretty low in the encounter deck. It, it might finish it off and put out an acceleration token. Right. So
1: I'm not sure I've ever played this work in advance either. Like, I think he always gets through this one in games that I play. So especially when you play the rule and your allies getting punched also gets threat on the main scheme. So goes Well, to fast. be fair,
2: it took them a while to clarify what you meant. <laughs> yes, it did. Uh, rules question. Hmm. If there's only two cards in the encounter deck when
0: he completes unleash do you recycle the deck? No, players look out. If an effect forces you to discard cards from the deck and the deck runs out, the effect is ended. If the effect requires you to draw cards from the deck and the deck runs out, you reshuffle and continue to draw.
2: That's rather unfair. Yeah,
0: well, it also will affect things like Repulsor Blast for Tony Stark.
2: Right. Oh, yeah, okay, okay.
0: Things like that. It, it does affect both sides of the game. Okay. So, so those sneaky heroes could, like, sort of game this, right? Tr- try to do it when there's fewer cards. Yeah. <laughs> try to let Good the luck. build
2: in advance. I like that. <laughs> Win-win. All right.
0: <laughs> so we are going to start the game engaged with a Goblin Thrall. Uh, Daniel, what, what's a Goblin Thrall?
1: Well, there's six of them in the deck, so they're quite, they're multitudinous in their evil so goblin is a minion schemes for one attacks for one and has guard is goblin traded uh three hit points and he comes with a special boost effect which is put him into play engage with you should you pull him as the boost card in an attack or a scheme love that you will not escape these fellows
2: another rules question that new players might miss so when the goblin thrall comes out as a boost he then attacks you right or or schemes yeah or schemes
0: yep if you are in that stage, uh, step two of the villain phase, where you are having the villain attack you, and all the minions engage with you, attack you, and this comes up as a boost, yes, he's going to be out during that that part of the phase, and he will attack your scheme against you. If, however, you are now in the part where you're revealing encounter cards, because you've got five of them dealt to you, <laughs> and one of those it says the villain attacks you, and he comes up as a boost, he... He will be added to your play play area. He will engage you, but he's not going to attack you because you are past the point where they're all activating. Right. And the only reason he came out like this was because of the encounter card. Yep. So, so I guess I can see why he doesn't have the
2: additional boost icon. Because in a sense, he is acting as a boost if he's going right. to attack this.
0: Yeah. I love that he's guard too, right? You can't get to Goblin until you knock down his yep. hordes.
1: Abs- love these. Yeah, I love these thralls. Yeah.
0: I love that the... The superheroes are now
2: beating up on the innocent populace who've been transformed. They call yeah, themselves right. heroes. Is this
0: some random guy in the street? They're punching in the face. That seems anti hero. Yeah. yeah. Real cool, guys. Jeez.
1: Well, let's say then that Goblin schemes enough to get past stage one. What happens next?
2: All right, then. The mutagen cloud forms. Oh. As the cloud engulfs the city, those unfortunate enough to be caught in the vapors begin to shiver and shift mutating into hideous goblin creatures. Okay, I love the flavor text on these, but this came out of nowhere. <laughs> is this the only set that has good flavor text? This is great. This is beautiful.
1: Yeah, because yeah, really it should read, a mutagen cloud is unleashed on the city.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is pretty classic 2A for a scheme, right? I mean, Lord of the Rings 2As are always just mostly flavor text. I, I love that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. very reminiscent.
2: All right, 2B. The goblin creatures serve Goblin Green Goblin's every command. Stop Green Goblin before his monstrous militia overruns the city. So this one has the whopping threshold of 11 threat per player. It starts with 4 threat per player and goes up by plus X every turn, where X is equal to the number of goblin enemies in play, and that includes Green Goblin. If the stage is completed, the players lose the game.
1: I... This might be my favorite, favorite agenda card. Love it.
0: Yes, because it's... Absolutely love it. Love this main turn screen. on you so fast. It's yeah. unpredictable. Yeah, you might be like, oh, I only, we only have Goblin out. It's only going up one, one per turn. This is a piece of cake. And then all of a sudden, wham, 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 <laughs> wham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody's drawing a thrall. monster comes out. You're like, oh, now it's going up at like seven at a time. You can't
2: game it as well. You can't say, oh, I've got six turns left right good and by
0: this point you might have an acceleration token out there too yeah this is a solid one even that that high threat you can still can still get you i've threaded out on this one yep yeah, me too yep
1: yeah, me too usually i'm overrun by the monstrous militia before it happens but
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, sometimes it's a choice of like do i want to die or i'm going to flip so that he can just scheme out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get to choose your own death at the end yeah, yeah.
2: All right, so let's finish off with our our two iconic cards in this set. Uh, Vardane, why don't you start?
0: All right, I'm going to read Monster. Monster is a unique minion with a one scheme, three attack, and a whopping six health. She is elite and goblin. When revealed, you are stunned. If you are already stunned, take two damage. She has two boost icons and a special boost that reads, after this activation ends, shuffle this card into the encounter deck. Oh, man, this card is great. I, I love I love this yeah. card. Uh, it's two boosts that... Let's go there first. It's two boosts that just keeps going back into the deck. So it never ends up in the discard pile if it's revealed as a boost card, which means eventually it will get drawn as monster and come out as a minion and be in front of you, and then stun you, which is mm-hmm. going to be you, your hero, or your identity. Or he's going to drop damage on you if you're already stunned. So it never whiffs. It just never whiffs. I love it. Yep. I think
1: she is top three minions in the game easily, yeah. easily. Like she's I, up. I think I know as a player, monster comes out, and and it's like the game has fundamentally changed for the worst. Um. So yeah, I I think she's great.
0: And it's because she does something when she enters play. Yep. Yeah. It does something considerable, too. Yeah. Because getting stunned at this point, and this is not something you want to have, especially if you're on stage two, where you need to be clearing out goblins to prevent the threat from going up. Yep. Yeah.
1: And if you're playing solo, and, like, she's just going
0: to be there a while. Yeah, six is no joke for health.
1: Six is no joke. She stunned you, so you can't fight back.
0: Right? I mean, yeah, she's great. Yeah, and you could you could draw her if stage one completes, right? And you flip over three cards and she could be the one that pops out. I mean you're you're having a bad day there.
1: Bad day. Bad day. <laughs> Speaking of um elite minions, can I tell you guys about Goblin Knight? Oh yes. Oh yes. Or Phil Phil Urich, was that his name? Yep. Right? Okay. I just started thinking of the Metallica drummer when you said his name, so I was lost, Mike. <laughs> and you're like, We know that name, right? And I'm like, Yeah, Metallica. But that's Ulrich, <laughs> I think. Anyway the Goblin Knight is an elite minion. Goblin, traded uh, Two-scheme, two-attack with an asterisk. That forced response reads, After Goblin Knight attacks you, dis one, discard one card from the encounter deck. If it is a Goblin minion, put it into play engage with you. Oh. He's got two boost icons and also a special boost. After the activation ends, shuffle this card into the encounter deck. So, like monster, keeps coming back. You're never free or safe from this fella. hmm
0: and he has seven health. Oh, seven, seven? health.
1: I'm so sorry. I yeah. forgot to add, add that. That's
0: yeah. like the second most, third most out there, maybe?
1: We've got, yeah.
0: Ronan got the, first.
1: Ronan and then the robot dude from Edison.
0: What does Titania have? She's up there. Six, she right? Six. Yeah, and, so. and MODOK has eight and t- Tombstone oh, yeah, has MODOK. nine, maybe? And then seven. So this guy is like top five. Let's say top five. Yeah. I love...
2: The psychological aspect to this. Like, his attack is only two, but whenever he hits the table, I'm
0: just, ah! Goblin Knight! <laughs> <laughs> he might put a minion engaged with me. Right. He could put a monster engaged with you. He could, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a... Uh, those heroes need to be... They gotta get rid of him as quick as possible, I think. So.
1: Yeah, and speaking of, to your earlier rules point, Mike, he shows up, he attacks you, he flips a minion, that one attacks you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So... And if oh, that's a monster, right. oh, <laughs> that would be just a great moment for the
0: encounter deck. Yep. Yeah, and then a little later in that round, you get a gang up, so he attacks again and puts out another goblin,
1: <laughs> who then also attacks you.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, because you're still resolving that you're card. Still
1: resolving that
0: card. Yeah, still resolving yeah. the gang up. So yeah, he would then the new minion would also attack you. Oh man. Which, and I'm sure it's gonna be
1: next issue, but uh, we should probably talk about like the our favorite modular sets to put in here, because I never put in Goblin Gimmicks. You could really make this even harder.
2: I've never played this without Goblin
0: Gimmicks. Yeah, uh, I'm with Mike, yeah. It just seems so thematic. Right.
2: Oh, I mean, I guess,
1: I, yeah, I, I always add another one on top. Oh, I see. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Mustafa and I played a bunch of times one weekend and uh, just kept adding ridiculously difficult modular sets to it. Not sure why we did that to ourselves, but liked the one with uh, Electro.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, Electro just to double down on the this yeah. starting.
0: Yeah, I was thinking... Um, and the
1: stunning,
2: yeah.
0: With Scorpion there, yeah, you could, you could get stunned a lot. Uh, yeah. And that would up Monster and Scorpion both play off each other well.
1: Well, here's the first half. The first half of the Mutagen
0: formula. At a darn good start.
1: It's a great start. You can already see how hard this, this one can be.
0: Yeah, a little bit different than Risky Business that came in the pack with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great scenario pack that it came in. I mean we had two good adventures, lots of modular sets. Yeah, Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be sad when we finish this pack off finally. <sighs> yeah.
1: And these two elite minions in one place, you know, like that. These two kind of really make this the challenge that it is, I think. Yeah. I mean Green Goblin himself, you can I mean he's a he's a great villain and you can deal with him and, and you have to, but these two, wow. Uh
0: Everything plays nice together. Yeah. Great start. Yeah, great start. Uh, And join us next week for part two of the Mutagen Formula. Mike, why don't you tell people about our secret layer?
2: We are Critical Encounters. If you want to get a hold of us, perhaps you want to show off your sweet goblin knight costume, email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. On Discord, we are known as Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Daniel, take us out. Did you expect the Green Goblin to let you live?